Daily Draft Report. Set your DDR to record now. Good morning, everybody. Welcome into the Daily Draft Report. It's your daily dose of prospect information for the NFL Draft, brought to you by Campus Canton. Make sure you check out the entire Campus to Canton podcast, a family podcast family for all sorts of podcasts. We're writing Debbie, C2C, NFL, a little bit of everything. I mean, we got it all covered. So today is the Friday. It is the final daily draft report of the season. I'm not going to have one next week. Uh, it's going to be kind of crazy next week, keeping up with all the narrative that's going around the draft. And I wanted to use this last episode to just kind of look back at what I've learned, kind of give you guys an idea of my rankings and what I think is going to happen in the draft. But basically, um, we are more uncertain than ever in any going into any draft that I've ever seen. I mean, mock drafts are all over the place. Nobody knows where anybody's going to go. I mean, we seem to have a pretty good consensus that certain teams need wide receivers, certain teams need quarterbacks. But other than that, we don't know any who anybody's going to take, where everybody's going to go. I think there's going to be more trades than we think, and definitely a lot of surprise picks that we have absolutely no idea about. So. I know that's a, kind of a cop-out answer, but it's just what I've seen. I mean, if you look at all the mock drafts that are coming out, even Kuiper, McShay, you know, all of us part-time guys that do it, you know, Christian Williams had a really good one that I tweet, retweeted yesterday. Shane Hallam had, has, always has really good ones. You know, there's always a lot of them out there, and the consensus is all over the place. I and mean, we have no idea what the NFL values these running backs, these wide receivers. I mean, we could see some really crazy stuff that we have no idea about. So all is said and done. I've had, I didn't keep track, but I've had pretty close to 100 episodes, covered about 100 prospects, um, talked to some really good guys, had some really good conversations, you know, going over mock drafts, going over face-offs of the top prospects, and all is said and done. And if you want to skip past this part, it's up to you, but this is my rankings where I see everybody going into this final week, final push. Quarterbacks, I still have Matt Corral as my number one quarterback. I really love what he brings, the ability as a playmaker, arm. You know, I just like to see how he plays with the size, if he keeps the mobility and the same gunslinger attitude. And he's got the upside that we want, but I also feel like he's a little bit safer than my number two, which is Malik Willis and a lot of guys number one. He has that tantalizing upside, obviously, but I worry about his play, about his not playmaking. He's definitely a playmaker. I worry about his consistency, his the way he's going to process the game. Um, I just don't see. There's too many questions there. Um, he's a little bit not as safe, I guess. So I mean, but his upside is there. And then my number three is Sam Howell. I do like how safe he is, and I think he's got a good arm, and I think that he's kind of been pushed down a little bit because of the narrative, the what have you done for me lately, the prospect fatigue, and I still think Howell's going to be a decent NFL quarterback. Kenny Pickett, I have at four. Once again, i kind of in the same boat as him. I think he's got a, the ability to have a pretty good career, but I just worry a little bit about his fumbling, his you know one big year of production, which he had you know when he leaned on Jordan Addison. And I just, I just wonder how he's going to, how he's going to process the NFL game. And I can see, I think he'll be a good quarterback. That's just it. These, these guys that I have at three to six or three to five in particular, all could be good NFL quarterbacks, but I don't see any of them having like QB one upside. I think Corral's got it. Willis has definitely got it, but Howell, Pickett and Ritter. Ritter's my number five. I think he could be a good quarterback, you know, a good quarterback too. Um, but Ritter, I'd like to see him work on his consistency, his 
pushing the ball downfield. Um, he's just got a lot of questions for me, and I don't have him as a first-round quarterback. I only actually have Corral and Willis with even a possible first-round grade, and I don't – Willis is kind of just based on that upside. I didn't like a lot of what I saw at him this year. And then sneaking in there, I think Carson Strong's got a chance to be a quarterback too. So as long as we can see some mobility and his knee holds up. So that's it. it's just a lot of question marks. Running back, I mean, this is not a great running back class. You've been told that a billion times. I have Brees Hall and Kenneth Walker like razor thin at my at my running back one. I hate. I think I like Walker a little bit more, but I also wonder that that's a little homerism. If you've listened to me, you know that I am a Michigan State guy, and I love Kenneth Walker. I love his vision, his patience. As far as a runner, I think he is the best runner in this class, but I would like to see see a little bit more of the pass catching. And Hall has you know a little bit of tread on his tire, but he had a really great combine, as we all know. And I love what he showed. He answered some questions by the combine that I had about him as far as athleticism and speed. So um, I still have Isaiah Spiller as my running back three. He was my running back one going into the into the offseason. But I didn't like his combine. I didn't. It wasn't unexpected, but I did want to see a little bit better. And so I have him at three. Rashad White's my four. Damian Pierce, my four. Pierre Strong, five. Kyron Williams, six. So I still have those three. Um, White, Pierce, Strong, and Kyron are all guys that I think could have roles in the NFL. I'm not totally scared off by Kyron's terrible combine. I think he showed enough on tape for me to think that he could have a role. But I also don't am not naive enough to think that all four of those guys could be three down tight backs. I don't think they're going to be unless, you know, they just fall in the absolute perfect situation. But I think they all have upside to be, you know, quality running back twos or backups. I mean, that could give you a decent week here and there. So wide receiver, that's where the money is as far as offense. I mean, we all know that Garrett. I have Garrett Wilson, one Traylon Burks, two Drake London, three Jamison Williams, four. I think all four of those guys have have wide receiver one potential. Um, they all are very good receivers. They all could go in the first round. I mean, you just love everything. They they bring such different skill sets to the game. Wilson's very complete. Burks is a monster. Can can just beast people on the outside. London kind of kind of does a little bit of that too, but also can work out of the slot. Dangerous after the catch. Uh, Jameson. I mean, we saw just some crazy things with him this year. He looked pretty darn complete this year. And so all four of those guys have wide receiver one potential. I love all of them. So, I mean, I'm not going to split hairs with them. It just depends on team. You know, if they land on which team they land on, you know, obviously everybody's like, if Green Bay or Kansas City gets one of those guys, I think they're going to automatically vault up to wide receiver one. So I think that's just kind of where we're standing at this point. Sky Moore is one of my favorites. He's just uh, just a shade behind these guys. I think Alave is another guy who's really complete, does a little bit of everything. Christian Watson's got that tantalizing side speed upside. Uh, David Bell, solid, steady. Jahan Dotson, you know, makes electric plays, can get downfield. Um, great hands on, on, you know, makes some crazy catches. George Pickens, you know, the five stars, it's still there. You know, like it's just these guys, Alec Pierce could sneak in there and also be a wide receiver too somewhere. So that that is like a, not a tier, but these guys, you know, Sky Moore, Chris Olave, Christian Watson, David Bell. John Dotson, George Pickens, Alec Pierce, all those guys there, depending on where they land, could be really good wide receiver twos. So, And then his tight ends, I mean, this is kind of a, a different tight end class. I really like Trey McBride. I think he's consensus number one. 
But then there's just a gaggle of guys behind him, like Charlie Kohler, Greg Dulcich, Jelani Woods had a great combine, Isaiah Likely, Cole Turner. All these guys could end up being decent tight end twos in the NFL. So I guess it just depends on where you go, where it lands. So I like a lot of these guys in here, but I don't see any of, you know, Kyle Pitts kind of ruined us. Like he has gave us unrealistic expectations of what to expect. So defense, this is a amazing defensive draft. I mean, I've talked about almost all these guys I'm going to talk here today. I didn't get to go as deep with the defensive guys as I wanted to. But I mean, as we know, the first round is going to be littered with these guys, the top five littered with these guys. So edge guys, defensive defensive linemen, I have t- I have still have Kevin on Thibodeau at number one. It has not changed one bit for me. I think what he brings to the table, his upside is ridiculous. Just didn't see the effort we wanted to see quite as consistently as we wanted to in college. And then Aiden Hutchinson is kind of seems to be the sexy pick for number one right now. And he's another guy who obviously can bring it from the edge, but there are some things I didn't like about his game. And, and you know, there's also these other guys too. Jermaine Johnson, I mean, shoot, he looked relentless and just nasty this year. Great offseason process. Trayvon Walker, same beastly, beastly combine. You see on tape, this kid is just a, he's just a wreck. I mean, he's just a wrecker. He wrecks things down the middle, off the, at the outside. I mean, these guys, the, all four of these guys have potential to be de ones like in the nfl like you know for your if you play idp all all four of those guys have the potential to be guys that can anchor your defensive line for a while so i like all four of those guys if you play dt you know if you have a dt premium scoring or whatever jordan davis is a guy who we all know i mean he's had that stupid stupid combine and he's an athletic freak for his size but i worry about him only being a two down guy but in your, if you're defensive tackles, you're not looking for a whole lot from those guys. And he's a guy who can cause some pressure up the middle, rake in a couple tackles. So Jordan Davis could be one of those. And then our linebackers. Man, I love this linebacker class. Man, I love this linebacker class. Devin Lloyd is my one. Nicobe Dean, Chad Muma. I put David Ajabo here. He's kind of an edge, kind of a linebacker. Leo Chanel, Adam Anderson, all five of these, six of these guys here have potential. Ajabo will probably get that edge, will probably not be as good of a fantasy asset because he will be a linebacker, but won't produce those numbers that you want from a linebacker or, you know, to make him worth it. You know, that that Khalil Mack treatment, you know, that he doesn't get those great stats for a linebacker that you want from your linebacker. So but he'll he'll have a fun, though. So Devin Lloyd, Nicobe Dean, Chad Muma, you know, Leo Schnell, Adam Anderson, Christian Harris, Channing Tindall, all these guys could be, you know, LB1, LB2s for your IDP squad. So there's, there's some a lot to like in this class, and I, I feel like I'm forgetting names too. But my actual personal rankings is Devin Lloyd, Nicobe Dean, Chad Muma. And then the rest of those guys are just ones that I, I like. And then if you're in a league that needs corner, it has cornerbacks, you know, IDP, uh, these guys are all good, but I don't, I'm not sure they're going to be great IDP assets. Derek Stingley is my number one. He is not going to get thrown at a whole lot. I mean, he might initially, but He's going to be another one of those guys that just doesn't put up the stats you really want. Surprisingly good tackler, um, but not he's not going to break up you know a ton of tackles or anything like that. Sauce Gardner, Andrew Booth, Roger McCreary, Trent McDuffie. I mean this cla- this QB this cornerback class is pretty damn good. So all those guys, if any of them IDP asset wise, I would maybe shoot for McCreary, maybe McDuffie, I, but I think Sauce and Sauce and Booth and Stingley are probably not going to get thrown at a whole ton, even if they're opposite somebody really good. They're probably still not going to have 
the targets they need to produce IDP type numbers. So safeties, I mean, uh, Kyle Hamilton, the, the kid is my number one in the entire class, you know, and his combine did not deter me one bit. I mean, he's a stud. But I like Lewis seen just a little bit less. I mean, these guys are both amazing. And then Daxton Hill's got that athleticism. I never even got to Brisker. I, I mean, he's another guy I really wanted to cover. So this safety class is really damn good. But Hamilton seen those are two guys I'm targeting in my IDP draft. So that is it, guys. That is my rankings. I'm going to call this show a wrap. I'm going to wrap it up. I love this has been so much fun. I have so many people to thank, man. I mean, I want to thank the guys from Campus to Canton for letting me do this. Elliot Christ, I mean, you did this a couple years ago, and I fell in love with it and just thought it needed to come back. So I understand what you, it's a lot of work. It's been crazy trying to schedule all these people and find all these different guests. I mean, I've talked to probably 90 different people, and I want to thank every single one of you. I mean, it's been a blast to meet so many different people from this community, you know, to to just reach out to guys that I've followed for years and be like, hey you want to come on and talk about this guy? Or, hey, you know, I I saw this article here. You want to talk about it? And it's been a blast, you know, and the reception has been great. I mean, I've had, it's been phenomenal. So thank you guys, everybody that listened, everybody has participated. Thanks you for my wife for tolerating this. It's been a a lot of episodes in a short amount of time, and she's been quite frustrated at times of me recording. Um, Thanks to my daughter for picking out my theme song. Uh, We went through about seven of them. She's like that one, daddy. So that's my theme song. And then the voice you hear in the beginning is the one and only Commission McGriff. So Matt, thank you very much for that. Thank you, C2C. Thank you for everybody for listening. Um, right now, I have fully intentions of bringing this back next year. Next year is going to be a fun, fun class. Thank you guys very much. I will talk to you next year. 